0: Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine.
1: Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I am so excited to have my friends Casey and Andrea Dillabaugh, owners of Dillabaugh's Flooring America and founders of Dillabaugh's Restores, in this week's spotlight. Casey and Andrea are also our cover story in our current edition of Christian Living Magazine, where they share about how, for them, business is about caring as it is anything else. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. We're excited to be here. Yes, we are.
2: So appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, well, we know each other outside of here, and and I always look forward to our chats. And so this has been very exciting for me to get to have you come into the studio. (laughs) Spend a little more time with you. (laughs) Same here. (laughs) So, Casey, you pretty much, um, in the article, talks about, and I didn't realize that, mm-hmm. that you grew up doing this. You you went to work at, what, 12?
3: At, at the age of 12, and, and don't get me wrong, at the age of 12, I hated it. You know, the <laughs> my, my dad said, you're going to work tomorrow with, with one of our scroungiest installers, and uh, and I'm like, I'm doing what? Uh, but now I look back on it, and just like many aspects of my life, I see the Lord's presence in every single part of My work years as a teenager, you know, so I I, I did installations between the age of 12 and 14. When I got my driver's license at 15, I finally got to go into the warehouse. And so I was in the warehouse for three years during the summer. And before going off to college, I was in our accounting division. And so, uh, yes, it was a lot of uh, lost summers of youth. But at the same time, it gave me such a great perspective for the business. Uh, And again, I, I, I went to college, never planning on coming back. But what a blessing it is now, looking back. However many years ago this is now—twenty two, twenty 22 years ago—since since I left to to have had those experiences as a as a teenager.
1: See, I relate to that because my mom and dad did way different industry. They had a drive-in restaurant and a catering company, and I actually started mm-hmm. punching the time clock at thirteen. Mm-hmm. And and like you, but it was like I graduated from high school with a college degree in business. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah. yeah. So what what was it like at at 12 on an installation crew? Uh,
3: You you were always under the microscope, uh, and that's that's regardless. Uh, There is no harder position in my mind than being the boss's kid. Yeah. Uh, whether you're 12 or whether you're 32, if the boss is, if, if your dad is still the boss, there is no harder position because you are scrutinized unlike anybody else. Uh, but that that being said, uh, it taught me a work ethic. And I, I was always the kind of, of individual where, you know, I do my strength finder. My number one strength finder is uh, competition. I am competitive. <laughs> and so if I see somebody, you know, scraping a floor faster than me, i i'm not going to allow that you know if i see somebody hauling more i'm not going to allow that uh just from the the sheer competitive nature that i have and that you know that being said it, it was uh it was good not just for me during those years but it was good for the rest of the company to see me as well in that in those positions
1: absolutely i think that you know again from my own personal experience if you're not the boss's lazy kid and you're the boss's overachiever kid. It, I think that that does show a great example, <laughs> because as you, as we all know, leadership starts at the top, and sometimes it re, it's reflected in our kids. Absolutely. So yeah. yeah. So you you did that even in, into the accounting department until you went to college. Yes. And and you went to college.
3: Yeah. Went to college. Uh, you know, uh, again as a teenager doing work, uh, dirty work every single summer. I was. I don't want to do this for a living. Yeah. And I want to get out of Dodge as quickly as possible and to the most beautiful place on earth, which was Point Loma Nazarene University. Uh, And so and so in the year 2000, which is where when I graduated high school, uh, went down to to Point Loma. And that's where I met uh, Andrea and and graduated college in four years. uh, Worked uh, for we got married uh, the year after uh, graduating from from college in 2005. Uh, I got that right, right babe yes yes, I, yes. okay good <laughs> uh and then, and then, you know, three years after college, uh the Lord laid it on my heart, hey, Casey, it's time to move home and begin the transition of taking over the family business, which again, I had no intentions of, and Andrea could speak to that I had no intentions of of wanting to move back to idaho it was it was a god thing it was uh the spirit laid it on my heart to say it's time and and so we had the conversation, and nine months later. We packed up uh, our few belongings as a young newlywed couple into a Penske and drove it up to Idaho.
1: Now, I have to ask, did you stay in the flooring industry after college? So while you were down there, or did you go off in your own? Because yeah. I remember, I told my mom one time, Yeah, food is your dream, not mine. Yeah. So. Yeah,
3: was, yeah I went to college with the idea that I would get into a parachurch ministry. Uh, and so I majored in uh, business and organizational Uh, communications with a minor in nonprofit organization management. And that that, uh, turned uh, into a unique opportunity for me when my sophomore year of college, I interned with the San Diego Junior Golf Association. And I grew up golfing. I'm an avid golfer uh, to this day. And the San Diego Junior Golf Association turned into an opportunity with the Buick Invitational PGA Tour event in San Diego. Uh, that's held at at Torrey Pines. Now it's called the Farmers Insurance Open, and and uh, and so that's what I did between uh, you know between 2001 because I worked during college between 2001 and 2008 was I I helped raise money for nonprofit organizations through the golf tournament. So it had nothing to do with flooring. Uh, in in fact, it was it was kind of like God saying, "Hey, I'm going to give you a job that takes advantage of your heart for wanting to do good for others." But I'm also going to give you this really cool opportunity to like be around Tiger Woods and to be around Phil Mickelson and to be on one of the most beautiful golf courses in, in, in the world. And so that was a really cool opportunity, but and it had nothing to do with flooring.
1: So it makes perfect sense then to understand, for our mm-hmm. listeners to understand, it really was a call of God yeah. to come back. Now, I love Boise, and after we became empty nesters and we were no longer responsible for elderly parents, we had that empty nest thing where we could have lived anywhere. And we did. We looked all over Mm -hmm. and decided Boise was home, you know, but that was a choice we made. But you were in your own self-described paradise. And I'm assuming you love San Diego as much.
2: Yes. I mean, (laughs) it was wonderful. Um, And, you know, having that opportunity to be down there and I love the school. Um, I actually had the same degree as Casey. And then my minor was in media. Oh, cool. and yeah, of all things, you know, and, you know, it's amazing the way the Lord works. I remember Casey coming home and um, saying to me, you know, in our little apartment and saying to me, hey, um, you know, the Lord's laid this on my heart. And I'm looking at him and I was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> um, and. You know, it took a little processing um, for me because I hadn't seen that. I hadn't, i have been to Idaho only a handful of times, Is that, you know. And so anyway, but in the process of it all, I remember the Lord working on my heart. And I remember the words that Casey shared with me. And I'll never forget it. And he said, you know, we're not going to Idaho for flooring, honey. That's part of it. But that is the means in which we are gonna further God's kingdom. And I really didn't totally get that, right? I was like, what, what do you mean? And then coming here and it, and it you know, we could probably talk about this a little bit more, but it, it got, it was hard in 2008, Yeah, you know? And so I kind of had a hard time struggle with that, but in the process of it all, I mean, truly it is what it, that is, it is the flooring is the means in which to reach the people right? And... Um, Workplace ministry at its finest. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was it for me, was just having to say, okay, God, hands down, we're going all in. We're packing up and we're going. So anyway, um, <laughs> I did think that this is a 13 years later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a huge blessing and an opportunity to be just a part of his work. and you, you know? came,
1: And you came back as... As again, as the son of the owner, yeah. the kids of the owner. But in 2015, that kind of changed. Do I, I have the date right? Do I have the year Yeah, right?
3: no, you're absolutely right. The, uh, b- between September of 2008, I mean, the market crashed in September of 2008. And, yep. and that's when we drove that Penske into town.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And, you know, at the time, I would say in 2008, our employee count was, I would say, 45 to 55 employees.
1: How many locations did you guys have at that time? uh we you have four today.
3: Yeah, uh well we have four plus the floor trader so we have five now. So but we would have had four then. Um but but it was a much uh, smaller operation. We are 4x of what we were doing back then. And and so there was a lot of concern over Casey coming back for, for eight years I was gone and there was a lot of new staff who didn't know Casey right. and the Casey that they knew was 18 year old Casey. <laughs> and so, so once again, I had to earn my stripes, if you will. And, and, you know, again, it's it's part of the entire process that I see exactly where the Lord had our business at that point to the various things that he had me doing between 2008 and, And January 1st of 2015, the date that that you had mentioned, Sandy, in in which that was the day that we we purchased the business from from my dad and and jumped in with both feet. Uh, And now the the great part about the entire process is that my dad and I had such a fabulous working relationship. Uh, Our personalities are a yin and yang he is a he is a driver throw mud at a wall and hope that it sticks. My personality type is more of a, we got to figure out what the what the ingredients to make the perfect mud. So it goes onto the wall. So we know it won't fall off the wall. (laughs) You know that. And and so now that being said, as I've taken the ownership of the business, I've turned more into my father, which is, you know, it scares me at times. But but during that transition period, he and I worked so well together. um, And he gave me a lot of freedom that uh, that I am blessed by that that would allow me to start to make some of the changes and vision that i had for the company even though he still owned it at the time and so it was a great transition time uh but then on january 1st 2015 it made it real when when it came with you know that monthly payment to the old man for the business
1: as is he still a part of the business no no
3: he collects rent checks you know, smart and and and, uh, and but and he's always available via phone if I if I ever need him.
1: But it sounds like he had an accurate exit strategy. Yeah. Which, you know, so often we don't see that. And Correct. and so that's and that's part of the reason the business continued with such strong forward. Correct. Movement. One of the things that we talk about in, in your article is you guys have three platforms that you base your mm-hmm. business on. You want to talk a little bit about that?
3: Uh, I sure can. Um, and, and I'd love to. The. The. Uh, We say that we exist to love on three different platforms. The first platform that we exist to live on is to love on our staff. And that's really uh, our responsibility, Andrea, my responsibility, as well as the uh, senior leadership of our company. If we believe believe that if we give our staff uh, an environment in which they can thrive, in which they feel safe, in which they feel secure, in which they see a future, that they are going to work hard for our cause to love. And then the second platform is to love on our clients and that is our staff's responsibility is to give our clients the best experience they can possibly have in the floor covering mm-hmm. purchasing decision. Now That is that looks a lot like building a relationship rather than a transaction that that means it's a it's a lot about talking about your your desires rather than what's on sale. It's 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 really a different experience that we want our clients to have. That's how we feel we can best love on them. Mm -hmm. And then the third platform we talk about is the opportunity to love on our community. And that's all of our responsibilities. And so, so as the owners of the company, yes, it's our financial burden, but it's, it's also we, we want our staff to participate in where some of the profits of our business go. And we want them to participate in the Restores program and and wear their T-shirts every Friday to raise awareness for those charities and to share that with our clients who receive those Dilibas Restores shirts. And so it's all of our responsibility to to be able to love on our community. And that includes that includes supporting uh, ministries like Christian Living Magazine and 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 even KBXL, you know, and, and so it's it's we we all partner in the kingdom work
1: and i love that i love that you in your federal way store which is where i'm at most frequently you have the big chalkboard wall and mm-hmm. and you have another one in, at the boise store mm-hmm. um but there's a quote on there that we talked about in the magazine but it is so accurate do you do you know what by heart or i do Can you say the whole thing? The the, (laughs) the whole talk?
3: Well, I don't think it's in the magazine. No, it It, starts
1: out with the abundance.
3: Yeah, well, it starts with the, the, the fact that this is our mission field. Go ahead. And we're being constantly refined as we seek to fulfill the reason our business exists, which is to love. The abundance of good that exists in our community leaves us humbled and blessed, yet obedient to the tremendous responsibility as a steward, not just to our clients, but to those less fortunate than us as well. So we step out of bed in the morning with a purpose greater than our own one that is life changing and eternally focused
1: and I, I have to speak you know <laughs> it's, it's I do know you both, and we have conversations. I talk yeah. more frequently to Andrea these days than <laughs> I do these days, but um, but you've always told me doors, if the door's open and there's nobody here, come on in um, but that's genuine those aren't just words on your wall that's really truly the heart of Dillaabaz so let's talk in, in our remaining time let's talk a little bit about Dillaabaz restores because often major businesses write checks but they do that in the background but Mm -hmm. you guys put yourselves out vulnerably by starting dillaboz restores Mm -hmm. so let's talk about that how Mm -hmm. did you guys come up with that and and Mm -hmm. who are you helping this year what's
2: going on
3: well why don't i why don't i handle the why behind restores and then andrea can talk about some of the charities that we're we're helping this year and some of the some of the tangible like uh details behind the program but i'll share a little bit of, of of the why surrounding it and sandy we've i mean i grew up in a christian family my parents were christians since 1982 we've we've entrusted this business to the lord but throughout all of these years we've struggled with the concept of communicating the real reason why our business exists which is to give glory to god right? To to love, to love God, to love others, to love our neighbor. And one of the reasons we struggle with that is that we know the biblical teaching that our reward is in heaven. Right, And so we don't need to go and make big grandiose checks and we can, we can send money in the mail and don't expect anything in return. Right. And so this Dilibas restores concept was a little bit difficult for me to swallow because we are such private people. Yep. Um, and, and we recognize that this is all a gift from God. We, we don't, he's gifted us with the talents to be able to do what we do. But I was reading a book in 2017 uh, that's a very popular marketing book called Start With Why. And the changing dynamic of the consumer is the consumer wants to know who they're supporting and why they're supporting. You can buy carpet from a guy who has a red pickup truck That's sitting in the parking lot of Home Depot. That's our competition, right? And so we needed to be able to have an avenue to communicate the reason why our business exists, which resides on the chalk wall. And Dillaboz Restores is a tangible way so that people can see, hey, this is Dillaboz in action. Right. Right? And, and it's not just raising funds because we raise a lot of money for these charities, but it's raising awareness for these charities. It's, we want, we want people to, to see these t-shirts, um, that, that they get with purchase, you know, they get to choose what, which of the five charities they support. Right. Um, and, and we give them a t-shirt. We want them to wear that proudly. We want them to wear that around town and for it to to, uh, engage a conversation with somebody at the grocery store or somebody in waiting in line at the movies, if the movies were open, you know, (laughs) but, but, but that's, that's what we wanted this, this program to, to engage Uh, and, and then to, to simply raise awareness through our platform as a large company. We are one of Idaho's largest 100 privately held companies. So we have a platform that, um, that a lot of these nonprofits don't have the opportunity to to utilize. Mm -hmm. And so if we can love on them by by giving them this opportunity through through the Restores program, um, and it gives our clients a reason when they're when they're out saying, Who should we buy flooring from, look, there's a reason why you might want to support Dillaboss. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And 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 that reason is because Dillaboss recognizes that they are a vital part of the community and that the the nonprofits in our area are also a vital part of our community.
1: Well, and that they're trusted nonprofits because yeah. you have nearly forty years of building a trusted name in Dillaboz. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a lot of nonprofits out there, and to get the stamp of approval from Dillaboz, yeah. is huge because you guys. Pray over them, but you research them. Yeah. So we've got about three minutes. Okay. Left. Okay. And, so Andrew's so gonna talk I will talk about
2: a little bit about these. Um, the first we'll um, share about is Busting Out of Boise, and it's an organization that really supports coming alongside, filling the gap for um, people that are going through cancer, people that you know may not be able to get to the grocery store to when they're going through the chemo process. Um, may need childcare. You know, may need supports in house cleaning. May, I mean, a- anything if or if you need a ride somewhere. If you need somebody to be with you in the process of going through chemo, right? It's a support system around you, and it's really co- you know filling the gap and that's that some space, part when right? You cancer, because yeah. a lot of times there there may be those missing pieces that you know other people can't do that are surrounding you. Yes. Um, you know, and the next um, is Boise's Angels. Really, um, this is a foster care program. And in this area, how important that is, and especially right now, um, that, you know, it's near and dear to our hearts to um, love on these kids, you know, um, and these families that um, have taken these kids in. And um, they do a love box, a love box program um, that other families that aren't fostering can go and support and love on those families also. So that's a wonderful opportunity. Um, and then the next is Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We, pretty... love,
1: we love Ken Lewis and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Oh, yes.
2: wonderful. Yes. They really um, make an impact, you know, with um, these students and standing for Jesus. You yep. know what I mean? Um, and that's huge, huge today, right now. Yes, it is. Um, more than ever. And so, so appreciate um, partnering with them. And the next is Tunnels to Towers. And this is actually something a local chapter, but also nationwide. And it really supports military servicemen um, that may have lost um, a family member that may have lost, um, you know, uh, been injured on duty. If it's fire, police, um, any branch of the military um, really coming alongside them, whether that be help home remodel so that they can live efficiently, or paying off mortgages for families that may have lost a family member in any of those service areas. So that's a really big one near and dear to our heart. I love hearing your heart. You
1: can (laughs) you can hear her heart. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, And then, you know, Stella's, uh, Stella's Shelter Foundation. You know, you think about the animals and just how much there are out there that, um, and, and the cool thing with them is that they, support multiple shelters all over right they're kind of the umbrella and everybody's underneath this umbrella of um support from stella's and they're really active online to be able to reach out to get these animals homes um and for our support to help these animals i mean it's you know i I am so grateful and and this is our um, third year of doing this and being able to help multiple charities in the past and i know a lot of these even come near and dear to our hearts to our staff that nice. have experienced certain things in their own life, and to be able to say, you know, this is part of the Dillabaugh family. I
1: love that, you know, and that. we
2: are that. We are that. We try to be that with um, within the community and also with our staff to be alongside, um, and so to empower, right? Empower our staff. Empower those in the community to partner. Um, with us and to wear those shirts proudly you I know it. I know that I, love it. <laughs> um, I, I so I, appreciate I, that so I hate to cut you off Yeah, no no you're folks, good
1: we are out of time it's, I knew it, I knew this would happen. <laughs> always, always, yeah. <laughs> I knew, I knew. But that was great. I love it. So, folks, that does bring our time to an end this week. Um, you can pick up any copy of Christian Living Magazine in over 600 locations. If you're into e reading, you can read it on our website at ChristianLivingMag.com. This is just scratching the surface of what Casey and Andrea shared with our readers in this current issue of the magazine. For more information on Dillabough's restores, go to www.delabazrestores.com. We invite you back next week when we have another special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. And until that time, God bless.
0: This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867 Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.